Welcome to Tales of the Ring, an Irish boxing podcast with me, James McGee. Each episode, I will sit down with a former fighter or trainer from Irish boxing to discuss the highs and lows of their career in and out of the ring. The idea for this podcast originally came in 2020 over lockdown. Um, the thought that came into my head that I would like to maybe get speaking to my dad more de- in depth about his career and get it recorded. Um, I was always uh, into my boxing, being um, the son of a former professional fighter, and I was always asking my dad questions over the years, and I wanted to get something down that maybe the grandkids could listen to. So what started off as maybe just me thinking it was going to be a you know little chat for half an hour, maybe an hour altogether, turned into a sitting of maybe five or six different occasions, um, and it actually took up a lot more time than we thought, but I think it was really therapeutic for my dad to be able to express his, um, all the highs and lows of his career. And it got me thinking that maybe other fighters or trainers or people involved in boxing that have maybe been forgotten about or haven't had the opportunity to tell their stories would like a platform to be able to do that. So starting off in this first episode, I'm going to show, let you listen to a little bit of my dad's podcast. This is going to focus on his amateur career um, and it's going to start off with how you get into boxing right through to fighting Steve Collins and winning Irish titles and that journey that it took him through. So I really hope you enjoy it, guys. I've got some uh guests lined up already over the next few weeks and i'm hoping to get more content out regularly so i hope you like it enjoy i've had a little bit of an upgrade with the equipment so i apologize if maybe some of the audio audio isn't as uh, good as what it should be but hopefully you'll enjoy it anyway so without further ado the first um guest on tales from the ring is my father noel mcgee i hope you enjoy it so noel tell us a little bit about how you got into boxing um when I was in uh, primary school, probably about 10, 10 years of age, there was a young lad, Gerard McCartan, I think he called it, was his name. And we used to, myself and my big mate, John O'Halloran, used to pl- play with him, or tear knock about with him. And he uh, kept saying about, there's a wee boxing club called Secret Heart, and he joined it, and he's going, and it's brilliant, and kept saying about this and saying about this. And I, I knew the time, I think my older brother Ty had been going. So I just said to myself, uh, I said, well, I maybe go with you and go to the job. I said, well, why did you go, Noel? And I just went, oh, okay, okay, I'll give it a go. And whenever I walked in the door and I seen them all punching the bag and skipping and doing one, I just, just, there's a big massive hall, the Poké Hall, and I just looked at it. And once I started, practising the skipping and practising punching the, the bags and I just got the uh, thing of it hooked, I was just hooked on it I don't know the proper words to say it and explain it but I just the, the, got the buzz out of it and the hooked out of it, the training And were you there long before you had your first fight? Would it have been a few months before they let you? Oh, okay, yes I was, sure I remember it was months, a few, right, few, few months before we had our first, the first wee show was on and uh, you were, you were, we couldn't skip. We couldn't skip. We had to go, go home, and you're going, and you're going, one, two, and then oh, I got up to six. No, it's like it's, it's similar, people, boxers, and people who skip make it look so simple and so thing and, and natural. But it is, it's, it's like anything. Learning any new, new, new um thing that it is hard. It's very hard. I mean, it puts people off thing, but once you get at it and once you get learned to do it, it's become so natural and so easy. And so Terry started a wee bit before you, and then there's only another year or two between you and Patrick. So would he have been? 
once you went in did it sort of follow that he came yeah I think uh, I don't know exactly what way then Patrick and, and all went and then Emma went I don't know but I think to do with my ma maybe and, uh, just yes, getting that wee bit of things he knew because my granda Quinn was a an ex-boxer and must have said look and uh, he used to give his bandages and all around he started he started giving his bandages and stuff and all around so I think it was just a wee thing we all followed each other after that I didn't follow Terry into the boxing because the, the, the mate at the time one of my mate's friends school friends at the time said Jordan McCartan I think that's how I definitely got into it yeah. but then we all went together and we steps and then we're all going to the the gym together maybe two in front and two behind <laughs> no, but we all had our wee plastic bags we only had like wee spar bags there was no money for for training bags or anything no I say. fancy gear no no fancy gear no no, no boxing boots nothing they got there no 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 boxing boots uh just just a carrier bag you had a wee tire and your your gear and so when you first went and it was just getting the train and you were enjoying the train and doing the skipping but when did that turn into you want me actually going out to competitions did you see what Terry was doing or other people in the gym and did that it was your it was more uh, say your coach the coaches just seeing you develop uh, say which is a coach's job in sport and stuff he just seen you develop and and then started getting you sparring mm-hmm. and then you sh- and as I say you just started getting hooked on all this and you, you, you enjoyed it and that's what I want to do or and then you I probably maybe seen a uh, we amateur fight first, and and uh, I just wanted to, it just started getting hooked on it. I want I want the the box and just started get that endorphin feeling of the of the box and not not just the training, but actually getting in and, and winning the fight and different wee things and getting that feel of getting your hand raised. Mm-hmm. You started getting that wee thing and even from the spawn you you wanted to get the better of the other guy. You always want to be the batter when, when you, you know what I mean. And so the first few years of your amateur career. So, uh, what age were you when you first joined? I'd say I was about ten. About ten. So 10. say when you're so eleven, twelve, thirteen, you're maybe starting the enter championships. I was started entering championships from eleven years of age. And how the first few years? How did those championships go? How did you find when oh, you were being put in competition? I was, I was kidding. In competition, I did well. Maybe maybe one, two, three fights, and then getting the semi finals. And in the semi finals, uh, I always lost. Kinda, I was lost. In, Eleven years of age, twelve years of age, thirteen, fourteen, and I was going on. My, all my brothers actually won a title even right down to Eamon, the, the the youngest one. Patrick, they won their first title before I did. I was the last to win it. Did that put a lot of pressure on you? I didn't put or just no. I just no. I was just um, not not. I never felt pressure. I just and said I want to do that. Mm. I want to do. It. And the, there was a couple of finals. I got the finals of championships, and there was a couple of, of finals. I, I went fuck. Or I thought I, I won that, and it was very close call. Then and it was. I remember crying and stuff. No, at times when you were lost in me finals. And, and uh, I remember my dad said to Terry after one of my fights that I'm um, getting older, just telling old just to give it up. Is that right? Sort of, and Terry just says, no, why did you just give it up? And straight away, something inside just says, what? No way am I going to give it up? Because 
I knew inside me I wanted to be a champion. Mm-hmm. And so that's maybe, so you're talking maybe like 14 mm. years of age, you maybe for three or four years. Och. All this has been building up. And Och, it's just. Uh, your grand, or my grand, your father's maybe seen how yes, that you are, and he's yes. thinking, look, is this worth it? Maybe I'd say I would have been, been about 14 that time. Yeah. And I got that, I think it was the final of Federations. And it was a close fight. It was a close fight. Maybe the other guy did just get it, you know what I mean? But it was just heartbroken. And so, from losing semi-finals, finals, do you do you think some was there a switch that happened? Was there a physical thing that changed? What do you think was the difference from that to maybe then making a step? We were actually my my mental my mind just uh, get more focused. You, you're watching me, Rocky Funnage, You're watching different things. You get the buzz of the music. So then I was I was up. And then also a big wee thing, also myself, there's a wee book, Charge Atlas, and I, it showed you how, to, I had, didn't have much money for weights and different wee things out there, but it showed you how to build your body up using, using your own hands, your own arms, from press-ups, from one, starting from one or a couple, of, and building them up to 50, two sets, first thing in the morning, and and last thing at night before you went to bed, you did them twice, and you also did arm, for, once for your arms, once for your neck, once for your shoulders, once for, all around. I started building my body up mm-hmm. for for months, and then and then it just like picked over. Then you then you build you dropped the press ups down to twenty five, and I kept then you you ticked over in your body a couple of days a week, but getting into that door really set, I see my body changing. you seen the physicals? Yes, I, I started to see my body changing, my chest growing, mm. my shoulders growing, my arms growing, because I got the tape and was, would measure. And measure and I, I was thin, a slim lad at the time, because uh, okay, it's not, you don't get, you're getting enough food to live on, but I still, uh, I was very slim, and, over, yeah. uh, just, we didn't, never had the, the money and different things, but I knew, I seen, when I seen my body changing, that gave me a drive. So I give you the confidence then to think, right? No, the drive, and then the drive, and then also then, what, what else can I do? And then I started running. Well, Ty, he was doing it as well. So he running before you went to school. I mean, around in competition, I had a did a run before I went to school. Around the water works up at KFL, and definitely did runs, and me and Ty would have run the guy as well, times. And that there's getting that to try. I was doing that before I went to school, and then. You were training in the club three days, three days a week, and sometimes you went and done different sparring and stuff. So all that there started putting that wee thing in myself. Yeah. And so you're 15 at this stage, and you've went through that where you've you know you've done the charge atlas. Your body's changing. You're getting the confidence. So your first uh, win um, as an amateur. What competition was it? Do you remember who you fought? Do you remember anything about the fights? What what sort of things? Oh, it was a. Uh, Oh, I'm trying to find it. It's the Antrims? Yeah. I forget what you actually you called the guy's name. But I just felt myself, I seen my, my body develop and I just felt more confidence in myself, started to grow all the time. From a skinny kid starting to get muscles and starting to, oh, that's no looking better and, and t-shirts and things and all. And you start getting more, yeah. gives you more confidence. You're 14, 15, I was 15 at the time now. And you just start here now. You see, you're, you're, you're feeling better, looking better, and so 
I think uh, I had two fights. They won this championship, my first championship. It was the Anthems. And my first fight, uh, my first fight, I remember, the, remember Eden the fella who was fighting comes to me and uh, I'm standing, say the fight's in about a couple of hours, so it's just standing on her clothes and he comes up and he says, do you know McGee? And I says, or do you know him McGee? Or I says, yeah. He says, I'm fighting you. I'm fighting you. And I went, I did on. Just <laughs> looked at him. No, I just, I just, said, I just kind of said, I said, that's dead on. And I just walked away from him. And then I got him in the ring and then ended up stopping him oh, in, right. in one round or whatever. And, 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 and then the final was up. I think I'm feeling where the final was, but there was this, He's a, he's a, I didn't see him, his fight in the semi fence, so he didn't know who you were fighting. But I just did the training and get motivated and, and sick and, and give myself the goal and kept praying that I would win. And you just shake yourself up and every night you're praying that the God give you strength to, to win. And uh, I fought him and I stopped him in one round. So the power, the power and, and the things just started coming out. I was, I'm a, more of a boxer but the the power was coming with the boxing as well i suppose also because if you'd lost finals with close decisions oh yes taking them out on your own hands oh uh, yes it's, you know it's, you yeah. don't have to worry about any dodgy decisions yeah when you see them go and then just keep punching and, and the referee will go maybe step and go in and stop a fight and so because you've won the Antrim title that then was Meaning that you could go down to the All-Ireland? I can go down and fight in the All-Ireland Championships. Now, the Antrim title, obviously, that's a county championship. Yes. So if you're going down to the All-Ireland, you've got 36 counties. That's, yes. that's a huge step up. How, how did that feel going down? Was that daunting? Um, I know Terry had won an Irish title at this stage. So yes. Well, when you see your... when you see your The big thing was when you see your... Um, the brothers' um, certificates going up in the walls and stuff, and you look and you go, I want to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? And so when you were going down to the All Irelands again, um, do you remember who you fought? Him yes, the you had in this yes. One? The, but the, and say the thing is, what's when you get a brothers and different things doing that there in sport, and Terry became Irish champion, then you know it can be done. Hmm. So you just say no, it can't be done. It's not impossible. Mm -hmm. So no, so my was just sicked. I kind of go into like tunnel vision. And backs and when you're doing things again like we are training and stuff, just like have tunnel tunnel vision. Things is happening around you and stuff now, but but until that fight you set yourself a date date, do your training, eat as much healthy as you can, whatever. And also I suppose coming from Ardoin and heading down to Dublin, especially yeah. back then, it's not like you were heading down the motorway and you there two hours sort of you know, even four hours like or four something. hours journey. <laughs> four hours journey the national, yeah. the national stadium and yes. sure that was you know, walking into an arena like that too, purpose-built uh, boxing arena, your uh, first time, you know, that would have been some experience. It was amazing. The national stadium was an amazing stadium. And they look at it and you, you, it's big, like a big round. Is it? Uh, so, yeah, More like a round so, yeah. dome. Yeah. And there's a wee bit of a wee balcony things. And the the, the way the chairs all go like that mm -hmm. there. And all. It's an amazing arena. One of the best arenas I've ever fought in yeah. is a national stadium. And I was just tunnel vision I just have a tunnel vision and take one fight at a time and then just knew when you go down to Dublin that you, you had to win the fight well 
you, you don't see that you just oh maybe just trying but you have to win the three rounds go to three rounds to make sure that you get that decision because the double ones are the thing that oh, the, instead of the north they'll give it to the other one so and so in the in the final you you made your way to the, your first Irish final who who did you fight that I fought a guy called Jim Rayley well, Jim Jim Rayley you call and and matter of fact and his brother see me on the the way ends, we all weigh it in. We all weigh it in. The start and then the start. Who's fighting who and who's fighting who? And his brother see me, and he and I. He's with the Holy Trinity Parking Club, and and he had a few Holy Trinity ones around him. And he looks at me and he goes, "Here, look." And he says, "Is mates here? Look who who's in our gyms? Wait." And and he laughed and they laughed and I just looked at him and went, "Where is that right?" <laughs> and, and I just uh, he gave me another extra boost and tour he gave me he, he <laughs> gave me an extra energy or an extra thing and I said is that right but me and Jim I won my fate he won his I won my fate he won his and then both of us got to the final so we didn't actually we met in the final then. and I just knew three rounds I want to win three just have to win and don't make it close just go out and go out and I beat him and did you did you feel comfortable in the fight that you'd won it at the end? Oh, it wasn't the closest. No, I. You, yeah, every every fighter knows. I well, I know myself. If I have won a fight, I knew yeah, I won the fight, and you, and, and I just looking for him. Give me pour put my hand up. You know what I mean? You know, you know when yourself what well, you've done enough. Yeah, and how was that feeling then? Being oh, champion of your country. Oh, uh, there's no better feeling. Becoming champion of country was was amazing. Driving up the, excuse me, the motorway, and you're driving up, and you're looking over the field, and you're going, I'm champion us. So, after you won the Irish title, and the following year you were entering the youth competitions at 16. Um, so, what way did that year go for you in terms of your results and stuff? Well, um, I got to the, I think I got a by end of the final, a by end of the final of the. The second year youth should call it and the guy I was fight was gonna fight was John McGarnigan. John McGarnigan was from the Hobbit Foundry Boxing Club. I was he was a Protestant and I was a Catholic. And our wee clubs sometimes used to go and spar and we got on well. Ed Harry was his was his trainer, he was a, he's a great great ex trainer. And me and John, me and John talk, get on great outside the ring. We were at, went and when I was we were fifteen together, we were when wheels on a wee Northern Ireland trip, boxing for Ulster, Northern Ireland, and uh, me and him was good good friends, and we shared shared rooms. We fought, we, we went to the Scotland, uh, Northern Ireland against Scotland. and we shared rooms and we knocked about the guy. He, he was a really nice fella, but then the way our weights went we ended up meeting at six, 16 the youth heavyweights and actually before our fight we went to, uh, down till the championships the, our final I knew he was fighting he knew was who we were fighting each other and oh, just before the fight there's a couple of hours before the fight we were there as you go down everybody gets there a bit early and uh, I seen him and he's with his brother and he just nodded the head and he actually says, hey, we're going for a, a, up the weekend team for a cup of tea. Do you want a cup of tea? I didn't really want to because they're going to be fighting him. 
And so me and him sitting like I, you picture it, sitting, John McGonaghan and me sitting around a table in his brewer, they're sitting a wee bit looking at the two of us and oh, it was just a wee just thing talk, it wasn't great. The, the conversation just, but we had our wee cup of tea. And was then, this, sorry, was this the day of the fight? Or this, the is, this is a couple of hours before we fought each other. See, me and him were at friendly. We were, we were teammates boxing for an hour in Ireland and we got on brilliant. He was a great crack, so he was, John, John was a great, great fella, a great crack. But as I said, it was a wee bit, wee bit awkward at that time, having a wee cup of tea. But I had already beat John in a club show. And three weeks ago, I think it was three weeks before this, this time, right? So I'm saying, right, I'll get myself, oh, uh, we had our cup of tea and says, right, oh, good luck, good luck. And went to fight in the fight. And um, ding, ding, round one goes. And John, this guy came out like a bull. He, he was like a different John McGannigan that I had been sparring with and, and beat before in a club show. He got his tactics 100% right. And he ended up winning, not only won the fight, but he put me down. He put me down with a body and a head, boom, boom. I, I, he didn't destroy me, but he put me down to get up and, and I boxed the thing, but he, uh, they, they gave him his thing. He won the fight. Mm-hmm. And so I was, uh, I had to go back to the drawing board and go right then to say so I was in the space of three weeks we'd fought twice so Dublin the All Irons was coming up and I got back in the road work back in the gym doing my doing my circuit training working harder my circuit, circuits and stuff and, and getting trying to think of a fight, a fight I'm again what to do and I went down to Dublin and this time when we went down to Dublin I seen John and Albert, Albert for, uh, we hired his, his coach and I just nodded the head on him but I didn't talk to him no cups of tea no <laughs> I didn't go I actually didn't go near him no. I just nodded the head and tried to afford him <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's the way it was just afford him because it's just uh, uh, and then both of us fought both of us fought twice quarterfinals semifinals and both of us won mm-hmm. and then both of us got to the the, the final again and I trained and, and the way I trained I said to myself this time I'm gonna have to change my tactics is your, your boxers sometimes you fall they fall in and especially more amateurs as you fall in you get on a referee mm-hmm. calling you the break but I said to myself it's when I fall Work in inside. when I fall in I'm gonna open up and, and just stoke quick combinations but so ding ding when the, and sorry I just want to mention mainly also <laughs> Me, it was Ian McCauley, my club mate, mm-hmm. was down, me and him were together and he got to the final as well that night. And actually, just before I fought uh, John, Ian was in the ring and Ian, Ian and I ended up getting stopped, mm-hmm. knocked out just, just before I went in the ring. I went, oh, frig me. So you had to keep the focus yeah. on oh, fighting John. Yeah. Same, so I was kind to see Ian and I was, Ian was cracking me fighter. Like, but it's just one of these things you can caught by a punch. So I had to keep, keep my focus on fighting John and, and, and the All-Ireland final. But I won the three rounds, hands down. I, the tactics, John got the tactics right fighting me the second time. And I got the tactics right fighting him the third time. And I completely outboxed him inside, outside, moved around. And I think he was stunned. Right. The way I, the, the, way, way, you were. the way I was stunned. Oh, three weeks earlier. But in the space of six weeks, I fought three times. Jeez, that's right. That's, that's no, and three times. Th- and not not only that, there, 
But both of us fought in the other two fighters to get to the Iron Final. You know what I mean? So and he went on to turn pro as well, didn't oh, he? Oh, John, yeah, John went on the 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 turn turn pro. So he didn't. He was a, a decent pro. He fought for the the Irish title against Sam Story. He was very unlucky. He went the distance. Mm. John, God rest him, he ended up an, an alcoholic. Yeah. But he, he was a great crack. Yeah. Great crack. And uh, so after the Irish title, so it's funny we we're talking about the fact that it took four years for you to win, or four or five years to even win an Antrim title or yes. a, an Ulster title. So in the space of, well, just over a year, you've now won back to back Irish titles. Yeah. So that obviously showed that you were talking about your body change and the just confidence. My, my body change. Yes. The results obviously were good. So from the youth then, you're now uh, looking to move up to the intermediates at 17. Yes. But there was a major injury that you had. Can you tell us a wee bit about that? Uh, yes. We were, say, that was in May or something, April, May, I fought John, April. And then we had a, just train away in the boxing club and then we had our holidays. And then once the se- when the season started again, around the August time, it was August time for September. There was a chance it's called the juniors because I now I was moving into the juniors. It's called the intermediates now. So we're I was sparring this this guy down in um, the Bosco, and uh, just to get prepare myself. I think it was about a week to go or whatever before the the juniors at the time, and maybe a month or so a few months before that there when i was doing press ups and stuff i felt a wee bit of pain in in my, in my upper left arm but so then i stopped doing the press ups a bit and just just never thought too much of it but me and this guy i forget what you call him the spar was going for, i think it was his, the end of the first round and i went to throw a hook and he went to throw a, a right hand or something and there are two of her Arms just clashed. No, they got their legs head against each other, and then all just heard a snap. The next thing I looked down, um, my arm it broke. Right, no. You tell, like, oh, here he just heard a snap, and then the arm was lying straight, and uh, actually the arm was getting longer. Then okay. pushing against the skin, so I grabbed the arm, and when I pulled it arm, I think it when I pulled it up, so the the bones broke. You're pulling it up, I got there, and I think I cut into the muscle a bit. And it was agony. It never felt much, much pain in my life, but it was agony. So, went to the hospital, and the I ended up in the hospital for nearly a week or whatever over it. Uh, they ended up they found uh, done a scan of his bone, some bone disease I had. So your bone was actually rotten a bit. Was that, that was, uh, it was a, it was so a cyst, some type of bone marrow in in this in, in the thing. It was it was, it was a, like a black hole. They were saying it was it was weak some. Some type of disease or something. So when you were doing the, the press ups and it felt that we would have I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what the bone was, was actually weak. But to me, and like looking back now on my career, career, it was a god's hand in a kind of way because I was out of the game, man, for nearly a year and a half. And that time my body was getting stronger. My body was getting bigger and stronger. I worked on my muscles. I worked on my body for that strength and stuff. But when you were saying you, when you were out for a year and a half, was there? Did you have to have a big operation? Is that why? Oh, you were out oh, so much? yeah. Oh, I say it was a, the six weeks in the plaster pass and that. Then I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't. I couldn't box because it would snap again. Mm-hmm. They said to me, "I'm going to need an operation." And I remember Doctor Taylor. You call him some Doctor Taylor. Actually, did the operation. 
into a brilliant job. Um, I, for that time, you, I was wanting to get back into boxing because the, the desires are and the wee thing, get back into the boxing is just, is burning, no way you. And I'm getting my ma the phone to the hospital, get try and get the appointments. Because you had six weeks and then at months and months goes. Waiting, did they get it? Wait, done? no, the, with the way waiting lists yeah. or with hospitals. So it took me, I think I got the operation the next year, but mm. in the summer, July, um, July or June or something in the summer, not that year. But the, uh, then they're all off, way, way off the so app, yeah. was uh, when I was actually looking over your record, so it was actually a year and five months from you won the Irish title. Actually, yeah, from the fourth. Next fight, yes, from the huge, next I mean, fight. That's, a, that's an enormous amount of time, you're right. Yes. Um, yes and so when you did eventually come back then, um, you did enter the juniors, um, but I like as you were just about to turn 18, um, and how did the results go when you entered the junior competition? How did you find it when you were out? Did, were you rusty or, you know, or did oh, you? Well, i say I was back in my training and building my body work, my body on all up and I was on my road working, working hard. And uh, the first fella I was fighting was a guy called Luke. I think he was from the Arbor Foundry as well. I still have a believer in that. And, uh, and I ended up stopping him in, in the first round. Mm-hmm. So that was good that was your confidence you knew you no no just and, was and uh, well, sorry when I got the operation they took bone out of my hip and put it in my arm it's bone graft so it was just, it was just like <laughs> my, my part of my hip is in, is in, is in my left it's, it's some scar I oh mean, it's, it's, it's big, the big the big yeah. massive scar down, down, my, down my, my thigh when they took a bone out of, I remember after the operation I couldn't, I felt as if I couldn't walk, and then I was always supposed to be talking, boom, going out of your hip. It's been a scary, a scary time, that, you know, I mean, you were being in hospital for four or five days, and then, yeah. you know, and getting that done, I mean, that was a big, big operation, you know, to be getting at such a young age, and I suppose, you're you're lucky you were able to box after that, you know, I suppose, 100%, things could have been different, no, you know, 100%. you could have been told maybe, like, sorry, no, you're not going to be able to box again, so it's, thank God. My, my life would have took a different path. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, after you've had your first fight, you were saying when you get back and you've stopped the guy, um, was it pretty quick that you entered your first competition in the juniors? You know, the Antrims or Ulsters or, you know, how did that go? No, the, then, then, I was the semi-final. Then oh, that was, so no, your first, your the first five was the semi-final. So I never got, no, there's no warming up. No, right, okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm just straight back into it. I was, uh, I was uh, down at Dockers, and Dockers is a core we Cragamy place, like some atmosphere in the Dockers for fighting. It's a low, it's a wee club, it's very low ceilings and all. And the empty is the smoked, and the smoke was everywhere and all, you know what I mean? But it was a great wee atmosphere in the place. And then, within the next week or two weeks, I fought in the final, and I fought a, a big lad, Michael Crawford. He was from the Ladley Hall. He looked more bigger and mature than me, so he did. Michael, I think he's a couple of years older than me, but yeah, I ended up. Um, with beating him in points, right? Beating him in points. And so was that was that for the Antrims? That was for the Antrims, yeah. And then uh, I'm right in thinking that you also fight him in the Ulsters. Yep. Then and I ended up me and him. Uh, I fought another lad and I stopped him one round. I forget what did you call it. Then was down over the Shaggle way somewhere, some club show, and uh, I stopped him one round. And then I fought Michael in the the final of the Ulsters again. And this time, this time it was a 
it was close enough. It was a closer fight this time. He improved a bit from the first uh, one. He, he, he got timings. Oh, yeah. right, but the big thing of the fight was in the second round, he put me down. Oh, it right? put, put me down with a body shot off, a little cracking body shot. And I just took the count and got up. But I completely outboxed him. Yeah. I boxed, outboxed him for the, even at that better round, I was outboxing him. But he gave it around so a hand. I still won it in points. I still won it in points. Yeah, I won a rest clearly. So after winning those two um, titles, the Antrims and the Ulsters back to back, you went down to the All Irelands then. Um, I'm sure you were confident, you know, after you know winning those two titles in quick succession, that yeah. you were going to go down and hopefully well, another round. No, the All Irelands is a tough, tough um, competition. You never, never confident, never be confident that I'm gonna gonna win. You just do everything you can to make sure you're the you're fittest you can. Um, the fitter you are it makes for easier fights yeah. you know what I mean that's the way I look at it a hard work you know, and the fitter you are it makes for easier, easier fights and I fought um, me and an our lad from Sacred Heart went down and he fought we ended up we had to fight twice on the same day so we did and I fought this lad and I beat him in points but I wasn't like given no excuse too much of an excuse, but an a dose of a cold. But I won the fight on points, and I went to distance. Uh, Mickey Crawford was down there with Tyson as well, and he stopped his guy in one round or one round actually. So, and up me and Mickey met that night. A couple of hours later, I went home and lay down for a while to get a thing. You wouldn't get but that I, now. No, I, I went home and lay down for a while. Yeah, the wee guy I did beat, but he was a tough enough wee, wee guy, so I went to see, but I beat him. And uh, then I fought Mickey at night. <coughs> and I was feeling the old dose the way I was feeling, my body wasn't 100%, and it was a tough enough fight, the first fight. So when I was fighting Mickey, I just moved, moved about and yeah, the move. I didn't do enough, and lost the first round. Lost the second, and then Conor told me, "No, you're you're Lord Conor. I went out and won the third. I know myself. I won the third, but give it give it the you thing. Lost the first I, I lost the two. I was just trying to pace myself and thing because it was it's all mental. Boxing's mental. You know what I mean? And you're it's the first time I was ever going to fight twice in the same day. It's just a wee mental thing. So maybe end up getting the fight. Yeah. And but the thing is, what I want to say about that. There's also ways and means. I haven't seen. Uh, the then the final and how did mickey end up fighting a guy called stephen Collins in the final mm-hmm. and stephen Collins is a guy i was going to meet later on in the next year so you got to see him firsthand just before which beaten beaten yeah. mickey and i think final. is it am i right in thinking that steve Collins actually beat your brother terry steve Collins like beat he beat my remember my, my, my brother uh Baxter and the yes youths and he was down with me and in the youths and um Steve Collins beat Terry in the final and I um, no sorry that's when I was fifteen I, and I beat Jim Rennie right okay no so sorry that sorry yes. I was the one I because beat Terry, Jim Rennie Terry old, yes I was he was a second year youth and it was Steve Collins yeah beat him yeah I think Steve okay so then after you lost um in the semi finals of the Irish juniors, you made the decision to enter the seniors pretty quickly after, um, having just turned eighteen. How did you find that moving up to senior level from juniors? Uh, it was the, the next step. It's the next step you make as an amateur, then move, moving up to the, the senior level. And the way the draw was, uh, I 
think it was a guy from Glen Gormley called McGrinder. I fought, and the fight only lasted one round, and I stopped him in one round, so that went well. And this was the Ulster seniors, this which is obviously this is the Ulster seniors. Big this, this is the biggest thing you can enter. Yeah, as an amateur in in Northern Ireland, so I got I got, I got to the final, and it was the fight a uh, guy from the Holy Family called club called Paul Douglas. Right, and that was going to be in the Ulster uh, Hall as well. Which Ulster is Ulster Hall. The Ulster Hall was an amazing, amazing arena. A reserve was a kid, Watson Barry McGuigan, at seventeen when the seniors Watson, uh, Charlie Nice, fighting all. It was a great, great arena. It was probably um, it was amazing arena. It's an amazing arena to fight in, but it's probably just a wee bit too quick for me and. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking back, in the way you you look back and in life, sometimes you think that if you if you could have done this, could have done that. But but I went for it and I fought Paul Douglas and Paul Douglas for played him. He went on to have a crack and on with your career. But on that night, I won the first two rounds. Paul did nothing. He just run and he's a, he was nail awkward. Yeah. Fader and uh, I just run and hit and moved and stuff. And I got fine fine hard to catch him, but. I threw the more punches and won the first two rounds. And on the third round, Jerry, I'd say his coach must have given him a ball again in the corner and said, Paul, you're going to have to do something there. That's what I had say because me and Paul fell on the weak lines and all of a sudden he opened up, bump, 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 and we quick combination in my head, my bump, bump, back, and I went, oh, shit, and I, and I went to jump back in to get back at him. But it probably looked, looked more harmful to me, but... I felt really good to get back in and uh, the referee stepped in started giving me a, p- a public count and I went again I swore the referee I said for fuck's sake ref and the referee ended up giving me a public warning right. so, so a standing count not, and a public warning not only did I get a, a standing count I got a public warning and the point took off me and then when the decision went it went to the Paul I had won two rounds he had won one he ended up getting 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 a fight, and I I I won th- with the score scorecard. Ended up getting a draw, and he got the fight because I got a public warning. So on a co- oh, is that the no, I, mean, I think right? that's the way it must have worked. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't understand it. I think actually years later that was the same. Um, Eamon fought Eddie Fisher. Right. Um, and I think it was the third time Eamon fought Eddie Fisher, and I remember, um, watching it, and uh, Eamon won the first two rounds pretty clearly. Yeah. And Eddie won the last round. Yeah. And then I think Eamon held. Eddie Fisher and he got a public he warning in the yeah. third round and I think it was the exact same like and I remember so just yeah so that's how it works you would think if you win two rounds yeah. out of three but that public warning whatever way the, the, point, the, system the point system works um, so obviously so you were disappointed that you didn't actually get that even though you thought it was maybe a bit too soon but yeah, no, the, no, no looking back looking back you don't th- know at that time you're too young yeah. you just and your coach says right well, there's the next championships and you just go for it but uh I uh, just got my head down and then, then we were going to go down till to Dublin and end up uh, I think my trainers end up because I lost to Mickey Crawford and uh, the semi females the juniors they, they got me the fight ham and a oh, club right, show okay. and I think the talk was here you can't beat Mickey here or Mickey oh so they the, weren't oh, even going to oh, send you maybe making semi down the, the Dublin so I just scared going but I went in and I fought Mickey and I gave the best boxing ability out of the forest, the fourth fight we fought out of them all, and beat him th- hands down the the three three rounds, and end up for the first time in my life, I end up getting a box of the award night. Right. That's a cracking trophy, too. That's right. Oh, it's a cracking yeah. trophy, yeah, yeah. But I knew, and just you know, completely outclassed him. And so that did that give you that wee bit of confidence if you needed that off, wee bit just after, before you yes, went down? Oh, 100%. And I just said to myself, well, I'll meet 
Paul Douglas down in Dublin. In the All Irelands. In the All Irelands, yeah. Uh, so it was uh, May 1984. Um, you went down to the All Ireland uh, Senior uh, Championships. Um, this is obviously the best fighters in Ireland, men. Yeah. Like, you know, you're getting some experienced men, 20s, maybe even yeah. 30s. W- was it daunting going down to face the best in Ireland as a as a senior boxer being so young, or did you just take it in your stride? No, I just took it in my stride. You just have a burning desire within yourself. You want to be the champion of Ireland. Being the champion of Ireland is the, the best thing you can get. Like, I think as a, as a kid or a senior level, being champion of the country is no better feeling. Mm-hmm. So I just was, was, was drove. Did they get that? And you had a tough draw in those championships, well, didn't you? Tell us a wee bit about that. Well, I ended up looking back on it too. I thought the, the very first one was a short hole. I think it's Jimmy Short Hall or something, you call them. And he was already Irish champion. These guys were all older than me, uh, this, the mature man. And then the next, and then the next, Paul Douglas ended up getting beat his, his fight by a guy called Quayley. So and I didn't get fighting Paul in the semi finals, I ended up fighting Quayley in oh, the right. final. In the semi final, sorry. And he was also champion. An ex champion I let have a good champion. And I beat him. God, so that was a tough run. So to get to the final I you had to beat two beat two days. Beat yeah. beat them two and then what you had, you had a week's break and then right. back down and fought in the final. That's the way that's the way the championships worked. And so tell us a little bit about who you were fighting in the final then. And well the final was uh one of uh, the boxing legends from Ireland now who end up turning out to be Stephen Collins, mm. Steve Stephen Collins, and and the uh, the the arena in Dublin. You 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 you're training. You where you get chains and stuff. You're down below. You're down below the ring. You're down below the, the floor level, and you can hear the arena. And then in the in the senior finals, the place is buzzing, packed out to the rafters, and. If anyone, if you hear anybody getting put down, it's, the whole place goes, oh. It's just like a Romania of a... Coliseum or Coliseum. something, yeah. And then the fighters get up from a Coliseum up, up the, you walked up the stairs, up everything. It's just, a, it's amazing, unbelievable, just the feeling. And Steve, and Steve was from St. Saviour's in Dublin as well, so you were actually fighting a... He, you're, you're, they're, they're me a man. Yeah. And, and, and it, Steve had a load of Irish tales and he was getting built up and different, whatever. But And I'd also... Seen him beating Michael Crawford, yeah. but I knew my tactics. He just boxing, he comes forward, yeah, and I just box and move, hit him counter punch, move, and don't let him get too yeah. close. And the fight that's the way the fight kind of went. Uh, I was how happy enough when the first round and the second round, but he ended up he caught me one crack and overhand right that hit me. I must have took my head a wee bit and caught my head right in the head. And it went from my head right through my whole body right down to my feet as if a big somebody hit me with a big hammer. And I just held on him that wee bit and then the referee's said break him. And I just made sure he didn't catch me at shot again the rest yeah. of the fight. Yeah. And just the the concentration level you have to have as if when you're in a boxing match is, is unbelievable. It's like a chess match. Yeah. It's a chess match. It's it's a physical but also a mental game. Yeah. It's boxing. And that that fight, cause I've watched that fight many times. It's such a fast paced fight. It's just, oh, it's just. I mean, these are both completely emptied yeah. the tank, you know. And it's it's. 100%. It was a fantastic, fantastic fight. Steve, Steve, Steve didn't change his style much. No, from, he, from the fight, yeah. he fights that he's aggressive fighter, walk forward, yeah. thing fighter. That's what he fought, and I oh, and and Steve, Steve lifted the ropes, 
I, I was in up a three two majority. I knew I won it still, yeah. but I, I knew you just have to win every round or try and run every round when you're in Dublin. Yeah. try and win it, and he lifted the ropes and let, let me out of a ring and that to go and get my trophy and stuff. And he, he knew he was beaten. I had beat him that night. Yeah, he showed a lot of. He seemed to show yeah. a lot of respect. Yeah, respect. Of respect. So um, obviously, uh, Ari senior champion, and you, you know, you're only you weren't even eighteen and a half, very very young. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that was just an amazing. You know, if we were, like we were already talking earlier about the fact that it took so many years for you to win. Yeah. Uh, just even an Antrim title. Yeah. And you know, you were talking about you know your dad was saying, yeah. ah, get him to pack it in. Yeah. And then if you look for three years later, or just three and a half years later, you've just won three Irish titles, and yeah. now you're senior champion. That must have been, yeah. been an amazing feeling. Oh, it's a no. It's achieving your goals. I set myself a goal first time. The, the, my only goal my goal was to, to win an Irish title and then that bump started winning. There's, there's a third one I've, I've won. Yeah. And it's from, not just juvenile, it's from youth. Yeah. Which is the bigger ones, right through to the champion of the men's champion of yeah. Ireland. Um, and so now that you're Irish senior champion, um, did you get uh, some call-ups for internationals? And yeah. Did you start, uh, you know... I end up overall... Uh, at that level and the senior champion of Ireland got four four internationals four internationals there's no greater feeling when they play the ice nice nice and the they play the other countries nice anthem and you hand a wee flag over and there's no greater feeling there's no greater feeling the first fight was against a police guy and he was more real looking more mature than me so he was he was a really mature guy but then the, the first round I think it was the first round. I just went forward trying to, trying to connect him and stuff and stuff. And but he he just he just held back. He threw me combinations, held back, and he sucked me into a crack and right. I think it was a right took or punch and next thing bump. I was down, looking up, and then I jumped up. First time I was ever put down. I got in my life. Yeah, but it was a it was like a fly snack down. Yeah, it didn't hurt. But next maybe he looked worse than what it was. It looked you know, worse. It looked worse. It didn't hurt. I got up and I was ready to go on, but the corner man just and the referee and third playing was doing job times better, be a bit more safer, and then they stopped the fight. But that Polish guy, um, I forget his name. I uh, can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember doing a bit of research on him, and he was actually uh quarter finalist at the World Senior Championships the year before that. I think it was uh eighty three, and he was ranked in the top ten in the world. So for your first international. You know, you were really they're, getting thrown in against like, the elite level. They're like we seasoned pros. Yeah, they yeah. they're they're a real seasons. So they are uh, yeah. more maturity and different stuff. I think it was young, but you're a champion of Ireland, so you had to oh, take of course, a yes, on. Yeah, and your second international then was uh, against England in national stadium. Yeah, no, against a guy called Moran, and round one man thing thing, and I just went straight out to try and take control of the fight and stuff, and end up giving him a, a stand count. And scarves in the hall and different stuff, but he got his head together and he had to give me two stand counts. And I thought I could have still went on, but the referee just to save you, he just just stopped me. I wasn't put down or nothing, just right. your your head's flashing all over the place. Yeah. And the, the way I did to have the first one, but uh, so I lost that one. So, oh, so I'm, sure you, I'm sure you were disappointed with those two, yes. but again, just uh, with uh, Jim Moran, I think his name was, he went on to win the Commonwealth Games gold medal. Yeah. In nineteen eighty six, so again you were in with someone and the, that was probably five six years old, aren't you? They and he was the, an elite. Man. Yeah, they were they were they were. So the there's no disgrace in that. I was eighteen, although you're you're counted as a man. I mean, but you're you're your body and your your whole mindset and everything hasn't hasn't grew. It takes it nor all the years they, they grow yeah. into that. They're mid twenties and stuff now before you get the real maturity level. But they, these were the best. 
guys around I was fighting at the time. Yeah. And so after you'd um lost those two internationals, uh there was a wee bit of sort of controversy about getting selected for the next ones and well, you had to actually have well, a box look, off, is yeah, that right? There was a thing and and uh it's a bit of politics with, with the Dublin ones. They're the head of the CI sport, they're the head of and Steve Collins is one of our top men. But he's not he's not uh champion of Ireland, I am the champion of Ireland. Right, so they ended up what they decided to do was we'll get Noel and Steve the box again. He'll be a ham and whatever. Right. But they couldn't get just me and Steve to box again. They ended up getting a full selection from the fellow we had straight up through the oh, Harriet right. thing. The box, he started to see who's the best in Ireland. And to see who's in the best Ireland to me is when you fight for the All Ireland title yeah. once a year. Yeah, that's right. But they. they it's like a second battle. They behind the, the scenes. Tried this, so I had come back. I fought a, a fight with the Secret Heart Club against a guy called Jesse Shaw in America. I laid a heavyweight and I beat the guy, but I did get the decision. Uh, my hometown decision, we club sure it was. And but I was all worked out and saying that, and also gonna have to the fight staying then here in November. And I, I wasn't in the, the main arena in the National Stadium, it was down below. We all fought they had in our real arena down below and uh I beat Steve. Well, actually better. I beat him uh, three rounds, no problem. Well, I was using the right hand even more. I was cancelling him a lot more. He he was hounding off and coming him because I was cancelling, I started using the right hand a lot more. Mm-hmm. My the left jab was a great keeping people off but the right hand was keeping him in control as well yeah. so the second one you actually beat him just well, a rubber stamp the first one there was no fluke no a rubber yeah. stamp the first one but and then what were all what also happened then I ended up I fought uh, against Wales down in Cork and on that show again I was the champion fighting the Welsh champion but they ended up on the hard Stephen down fighting another Welsh guy like at a the number two, late, 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 Years later, obviously, Eamon should have went to the Olympic. He, yeah. he won the Irish yes. seniors, beat Neil Goff in the final. But I think, again, he might have won on a majority decision. Yeah. But no matter what, he won the fight. And they were going to make him box him again to see yeah. who would go to the qualifiers. And Eamon turned around and says, you know what, no, stick it. Because, you know, no, yeah. I'm the Irish champion. But it shows yeah. you there is that politics there. There is politics. Where, you know, if your face doesn't fit, they want someone uh, 100% else. 100% the Dublin ones, uh, yeah. that's the main, it's the All-Irelands, they're the main committee. And uh, that's the way it worked out. But um, on that night... Stephen lost or no, he he did he no he won but he won points and I wouldn't I I seen the fight it wasn't a hundred fight like but he did win, but I end up stopping the guy, Blackstock in the second round, put him down and stopped him. So you look more that night at least you, you yeah. thought you you look more I, I impressive. Th- yeah, I I think and I think, believe it or not, after that door it was my, through that door I think that Stephen ended up, going in and lost in the weight, and the next year. When he fought in the championships, the All Irish, he was a middleweight. That's right, yes. And everybody knows how Stephen went on yeah. as a professional. He was a middleweight, and then yes, he was a super right. middleweight. Yeah. And then look how good he did. Yeah. So through been led heavy, he was bigger. Yeah. Thing, but him lost the weight, got him in the better weight. Yeah. The face that suited him. And that's and just as we're you're, we're talking about what Steve went on to achieve as a professional. Yeah. 
when you fought him, um, obviously uh, you were saying the first fight was very tough fight and the second one you beat him uh, wider, but could you have ever foreseen like what Steve would have went on to achieve and how you know no, arguably maybe no, Ireland's greatest ever world champion no, or two time world champion he's unbelievable it's unbelievable what he did I was always rooted for him and when I was fighting the Eubanks it's unbelievable what he did uh, no I, I didn't I didn't not one bit yeah. I, I sparred Steve uh, as a professional me and him with uh, Barney Eastwood and the, the, the spars were good as well and yeah. I always felt in command yeah just that time then Steve was was a super middle and I was yeah, so that extra, but yeah so that we asked her no he actually he was a middleweight yes. then when he was in this when he went there of course because he, he won actually middleweight was a middleweight first, so yeah. that extra weight that my size was just always that we have a thing on him and he was a wee bit weight below but he showed me a he, he must have respected me a bit good bit because one time when he was ready to fight I think it was Nasal Ben and I was retired then in my career um, not long but uh, he phoned the ho- my house and, your and I answered that's right yep. and he, he, he was, I was like sort of starstruck because yes. at that stage he had yes. just beat Chris Eubank twice yes. I think I think he might have already beaten Nigel Ben this was the rematch yes. and I remember him much, sort yes. of uh, he asked me on the phone oh how are you oh you, you I'm the old son and all yes. he told me who he was and I was like daddy daddy Steve Collins yes. is on the phone um, yeah. yeah. and so what was it that he was wanting there he just said I mean Noel uh, would like you had over Come come away and be my sparring partner for my next big fight. Uh, for the next fight, I'll give you all expenses paid for your flights. So I didn't talk about money. I just, I just say, look, Steve, I've hung my gloves up, and that's me fighting. Yeah, you had lost just, that hunger. I just waste them, waste them all the best in the rest of his career. Yeah, and the funny thing is as well. Um, years later, um, Laganil Boxing Club, your your brother yes. Patrick is one of the coaches there. And I remember when they got the new facilities, Steve Collins was going to be the person yeah. that was opening it yeah. and the official grand opening. And I remember we went up and I was excited to sort of just sort of see, because I'd obviously heard of Steve Collins and I knew you'd beat him and I was always very proud of it. Um, and I, I was always intrigued to see how Steve would have been with you and would yeah. have been would have been awkward or anything. And I just always remember um he was chatting to you and he's you know, he was he's very respectful, but there was always that little bit of a bite where he maybe he there hurts. was a wee bit of a He still hurts. He hurts yeah. me beating him twice. He sort of commented. He does he still hurt hurts and he oh I thought you would have been here and no, he's yeah. he's a bit disappointed because I was there. Yeah, that's right. I'm the, only man, I'm the only man ever to beat him twice. Yes, I think you're right. And, and he uh, said, Oh, I was undefeated for your dad yeah. got them in all yeah. I mean, I have a I got a lovely photo yeah, took that night and I have it in my my guys my guys is made in the gym and I have my guys so it's a but it's great, one of the proudest memories. things you can ever look back and say you, oh fantastic you, you know. but it, being a, not only the sure ring with a great fighter like Steve Collins but to beat him yeah no, the, fantastic. No, actually, and not only beat him once beat him twice and not just in a, a wee club show but become the champion of Ireland and stuff it was yeah. big at the big level yeah absolutely um, and so once you beat Steve then in the second time um, you obviously were then selected to represent Ireland in America yes. January I was that was the uh, 85 yes, yes. so tell us about that experience yes that, that experience was the first one that I had a trip going abroad and the, this time you really because the other times you were driving down to Cork and driving down to the, but this time you were getting picked up at the airport you got your tracksuit full track suits you got to you keep your shorts your your, your face but I wouldn't, I wouldn't wouldn't have mind to keep the track suits what, no. you, well, you weren't allowed to keep the no track you weren't allowed to keep the track suits for some reason like, cheapskates and it was a great feeling <laughs> to every as a team walking around in my and oh, stuff God, with yeah. the track suits in the airports and all yeah. I mean and you, you just felt at an hour level and actually an hour level even the plane we went on there was two floors to the plane 
there was a like a den and, and barn stuff up right. above, and there was there was uh, TVs and different videos and different all around. All away from our I was, ma- I was a massive plane <laughs> yeah. on big big time, and the the, uh, the hotels was five star Golden Sands hotels. Was, was they had one of the top floors on it. We're treated, and we I got a hundred hundred dollars. For pocket money, right? Yeah, a lot of money back then, I suppose. A lot of money back back then. In them days, that's well, I was a lot of money in there. But in them days, with with boxing, there there was no no such thing as uh, getting uh, funding. Yeah, there was no such thing. The high performance no, way. There's no there's no high performance, no funding. So everything was out of your own pocket, yeah. kind of. A lot of things was out of your own pocket, and you, you had to find jobs and different stuff whenever you were trying to be a senior, trying to jump. You have to see. Once I was sixteen. You start had to give keeping. Yeah. No, no, it's so you they earn it some way. Yeah, of course. So, but the, the the big thing which I think is brilliant for not only boxers but all all athletes is the funding now. Yeah. They're them guys are getting more than I'm mean, even getting on a wage now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doing with the, far, the love, yeah. Doing a sport with the love, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. and I would have loved. I I made a turn pro. Yeah, if, if that would have been. If that would have been because. Uh, out of work and looking money and different things like that there, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny how different we paths go your no, way. No, absolutely. Um, and when you were in America, was it Atlantic City uh, that yeah, you, you I fought? Was a, I was Atlantic City, yeah. Oh, f- unbelievable. Fantastic, mm. fantastic. And then the, the fight, I fought the, the guys, or a big black guy, I forget what you call him, but uh, he uh, just kept throwing borrow punches right, right up in between my legs. Yeah, right, low punches. <laughs> oh, low punches. No, they were deliberate. The referee kept warning him, kept warning him, took a point off him, gave him public warnings, and he ended up just stopping the fight. And the fight ended up wasn't even in the fight in my record. Right. It was no contest. It's like a no contest. It's called right? a no contest. Yeah. He just went into it. He was just blatantly just uh, low punches. Um, And you didn't know it at the time, but that, that actually was, was your last. That was that your was last ever. La- yeah. That was my final. La- a, a short international short, career. And I, and, but I just got a wee tiny taste of what it would have been like the way you were treated, the hotels you were treated, the planes you were on, the way yeah. you were treated. If I ever would have went to Commonwealth Games yes. and Gaelic Games, no, they'd be things that. And even at that, st- and even at that stage when you were our senior champion, um, and you know you were going on these trips, did you never have that hunger that you wanted to go to an international tournament as an amateur? Was that just, or no, were you just taking things? I was just coming so quick. Yeah, I was just coming so quick. I like I was, I was entering the community after my operation there was entering in juniors and then next thing in the next level was this seniors I was just building up yeah. everything was you were looking building. ahead too far there's no your next championship yeah. your next fight and and turn around 11 uh, so when you came back that was in January 85 Um, you were then looking to enter the Ulster seniors in February yes. uh, 85 obviously the year before you'd been beat by Paul Douglas Paul, yes. and you were disappointed not to yes. get that. I mean were you hungry to get oh, more to hunger. get that Ulster seniors oh, because more hunger I was really determined real really focused and a guy I thought was Tony ended up fighting in the final was Tony Curry a big gentleman inside now there me and Tony had a couple of wee spars before when you were he's from like his mud boxing club he was like but I was so determined so determined not only to beat uh, win the Ulsters but get back down to Dublin and and meet Paul Otis yes and get the, the thing who this is the better and were you game. hoping that, that Paul Douglas would have been entering the light heavyweight again yeah. in 85 oh, but yes. he that he he actually moved up the weights no he had ended up he ended up a heavyweight. He moved yes, into heavyweight. Yes, doing very well as a heavyweight yes. as, the, as the years went on. Yes. Um, so you and Tony Curry's fight in the final, the Ulster Seniors, nineteen eighty five. Tell us a bit oh, about that fight. Uh, there was the very first time that um, headgears came in, 
and so we put the headgears and it was a wee bit funny to put them on <laughs> to put on but uh, my punches just flew uh, T- Tony Curry is a good boxer but he just got me on a real good night yeah. uh, everything my training went well physically mentally and I was focused and I was determined to win and that's what I end up the fight was stopped the second round yeah beautiful right hand oh Finish second it. round and, and stopped him and I think anyone would have fought that night would have done the same well funnily enough uh, that I had obviously heard about that uh, fight just talking to you over the years and stuff but I remember I think Ian McCauley uploaded it to YouTube five six seven years ago mm. and I remember watching the fight and being so impressed with you yeah. that when in that performance because when you fought Steve Collins in May of yeah. 84 yeah. this was what February of 85 yeah. maybe not even a year later but you just looked physically well, like a proper light heavy have you, you just... seen the, the Paul Douglas <clears throat> Ulster final and then you've seen the maturity of yes. being you'd have seen a different mature fighter yeah. Yeah. just you're growing your yeah. body's growing and your strength's growing your mind everything is growing I was in an R level yeah. then yeah, and so after that fight uh, against Tony Curry, and by the way, just to also met Tony Curry get into that fight. I think he was was he Ulster senior middleweight champion. Yeah, a couple of years before, he and, was, and yes. Tony Curry actually went on to beat Paul Douglas in nineteen eighty two to win the heavy super yeah, heavyweight. I actually Irish was down. Title. I actually was down. I went down to let or because oh, he won the Irish that year. Ah, senior. yes, yes, I was a. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, wasn't that right? Which yeah. was, I mean, so uh, that's another you know yeah. great one to have in your sheet Fantastic, as well. Yeah. Um, little did you know at that stage that was going to be your last ever amateur fight. What was my last amateur fight? The way the way the way things, things worked, worked out. Because the other thing I suppose you haven't mentioned yet in '85, you just had me. I was I yes. was born a couple of months well, earlier. So the, the thing was the big thing in my life was I met my, uh, Francis, my, my wife, and had a well, had a, had yourself a child, and so that was there. Yeah. So, so and the big thing about things you got there is, you need money. You uh, work. You needed to get earn a living. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. With the 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 boxers, nay, it's great yeah. that they have the, the the funding, but I had none. You had nothing. Yeah. We so we didn't we were... didn't have none. No, you you try and be the champion of Ireland. But you still pay your bills. You still try and make a living. Yeah. Stuff, you know? So, folks, that, that was part one of um, the podcast I did with my dad, which just covered his amateur career. There's another um, section that we did on his professional career that was a little bit longer, um, and I will release that over a couple of uh, different episodes to let you listen to that. So I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, and as I say, I'll be getting more content uh, coming very soon. Thanks very much.